Zanino. Middle, middle. That a boy. He, he, he got it. He, he it got deep. it. We're going he got home. it. Mike Zanino <laughs> just walked off Minnesota. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Amen, brother. Good speed out there, pitch. Deep drive, left center field. Giddy up, baby! Go! A home run for Mitch Hanniger! Everybody, welcome to the Soto Mojo podcast. This is your site co-expert Colby Patnode. I'm joined as always by site co-expert Ty Gonzalez. Uh, Ty, how are you doing today? Feeling pretty, uh, pretty good. Uh, coming off of that big Seahawks win last night, and uh, you know, finally got a got a little bit of a break from Jerry, but uh, it's the winter meeting, so you know, got to stay on our toes. Right, reset the battery. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I. Um, a lot to talk about, uh, kind of like a lot of little things to mention, um, uh, but nothing definitive. Uh, so let's go ahead and let's talk about some of the rumors coming out of the winter meetings. And then we're going to spend most of the podcast talking a little bit about the, uh, the future. So, uh, I guess let's start with the one thing that actually has happened. And that is that the Mariners have, uh, claimed, uh, Caleb Cowart from the, uh, Los Angeles Angels, and they are planning to use him as an, and a pitcher. So uh, that was certainly something uh, that was weird to see. Ty, what did, did you have any thoughts on that? I mean, you know, it's uh, it, it's a project. Um, you know, maybe it's worth a shot. Uh, I, I know that some scouts uh, viewed him uh, as more of a pitching prospect than a than a positional prospect coming out um and he's been uh what in the the angels pitching program for the last two months or something like that i i think i read mm-hmm. so um you know it's it's <laughs> i i don't i don't really know how to classify that really um it, you know it's it's something to kick the tires on i guess uh jerry is familiar with cowart uh, being from the from the Angels organization, right. uh, a lot of people think that he drafted him, which is totally inaccurate. Um, which I, I saw you were having to deal with on Twitter uh, yesterday, and yeah, uh, yeah I don't I, I don't know. It's it's fine. Um, we'll see if he makes the team. Right now, um, you know, if if they have uh, a little bit of flexibility, maybe ease him into the pitching, but more so use him as a utility infielder to start. Um, yeah, they, they may have something there, but you know, I'm not, I'm not totally going to, you know, buy into that too much or worry too much about Caleb Cowart this, uh, this off season. Yeah. It's just, it's a lottery ticket and 
you know, you can take a few, uh, a few more risks this year than you could in previous years. So, yeah. you know, if it works out, then like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And doesn't. if not, he's probably not making the team out of spring training. Who cares? Yeah. So not a big deal. The yeah. other name that I like that they, they picked up was uh, Tommy Malone. I've always liked Tommy Malone for some reason, even though he's never been really that good, but I don't know. That that might be something to watch in spring training. Right. If he's uh <clears throat> I think if they trade um trade Mike Leak, um maybe even Wade LeBlanc or something, there's some uh, possibility he can fight his way into the rotation or maybe yeah. a bullpen spot. Um Yeah. Yeah. I mean he's just you know, your prototypical soft tossing lefty number five type. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, those are still, uh, those are still good signings. Um, those are the type of guys that maybe turn into something. Yeah. And uh, then you flip them. Yeah, uh, yeah. We see that happen every year. So anyways, um, let's go ahead and let's break down a few of these rumors. Um, again, really not a whole lot coming from the Mariners, except for the, uh, the notion that uh, they'll listen on anybody, which we all already knew. So, well, there's um, also the Kikuchi thing, right? Um, so a few days ago, guys, I uh, I mentioned on Twitter that the Mariners were uh, serious contenders for Kikuchi. Uh, some of you guys were pretty skeptical, but uh, what was it last night or was it last night? Uh, yeah. Jerry Depoto confirmed that uh, that they are in fact interested in uh, in kikuchi so uh so that's a thing um whether or not kikuchi is interested in them i don't know but ty you and i have talked about him being kind of one of the only uh one of the only free agents who actually makes sense uh, in terms of big money free agents that makes sense for the mariners so uh, what did you what did you take away from the uh the jerry depoto revelation um yeah i i i I can't imagine that kikuchi wouldn't have some sort of interest in the Mariners. Um, you know, the teams that you've seen uh, mentioned for them, the Giants, the Royals, um, you know, they're not really uh, strong contenders this year. I don't, I don't think Kikuchi's, uh, I don't think Kikuchi has his choice of, you know, contending teams, you know, to just slide into the rotation. So um, I don't think it'll necessarily be a uh, winning culture or a, uh, you know, uh, or a uh, potential of contention for uh, that'll swing uh, Kikuchi's decision. But um, yeah, he, he, you know, he makes a lot of sense. We've talked about this for a while. Um, you know, he, he comes in at 27, which, which uh, Jerry mentioned fits right for their window, especially, you know, he, he named uh, Mitch Hanniger as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, Kikuchi, um, he's got, he's got solid potential. He could cap off as a number two, but he's probably more of a three or four, but he had that one season where he struck out 200 plus headers and like 180 innings or something crazy like that. Uh, yeah, he's, he, you know, he's talented, uh, and he's, a he, fits that that mold that they're trying to uh that that they're trying to to fit, uh, fill here is uh you know in over the course of the next couple of years trying to get 
you know, young, controllable talent that will be here in their prime for 2021. And, uh, you know, guys like Mitch Hanniger and, and Yusei Kikuchi, they fit that idea. And, um, yeah, I, I think it makes a lot of sense. But, you know, we'll we'll see if, uh, if they can actually uh, swing this one. Um, you know, the, the whole uh, Japanese uh, narrative uh, with the Mariners as of late hasn't really, um, you know, been, <laughs> hasn't really, uh, been backed up whatsoever. Um, you know, it's, but, uh, you know, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll finally get one here. Right. Um, I think, uh, a couple things that are worth noting on Kikuchi is that he is a, uh, he's an international free agent. He yep. is not considered an amateur. So you don't need to worry about um, international slot money like you did with Otani or anything like that. Um, he's he's a legit free agent. Um, they use a uh, complicated, it's not too complicated, but it's a little complicated to explain, um, type of formula to determine, you know, the first $25 million a guy gets, the team has to pay his Japanese club like 15%, and then the next $25 million is taxed at like 12% or something like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, so there's no posting fee. You just negotiate with the player and his agent. Um, and if he selects your deal, then the, then the uh, Japanese team uh, will get, you know, a certain percentage of the total contract as the posting fee. Um, so it's, it's a little bit complicated, but again, there don't, don't worry about posting fees and things like that. It's just, Hey, you know, this is our offer. Do you take it? And you say yes, then you pay it the Japanese team uh, based on the contract you give to the the player. So um, you don't have to worry about uh, any kind of international slot money or anything like that. Right. Um, the other thing is, is that we have a, uh, on Kikuchi at least, um, there seems to be a lot of people who seem to believe that he's probably going to get somewhere in that six to 42 ish six years at 42 million. Um, I saw somebody, I think it was a beat writer for the Dodgers. Maybe uh, he said that, you know, he's hearing that it might be closer to the, the uh, Maeda deal, which I believe was eight years at 25 million total. Um, that's why, that's why Kikuchi makes sense for the, uh, for the yeah. Mariners <clears throat> is because he's going to be cheaper than, um, market rate for a number three right now, and he's only 27. So that's why it makes a lot of sense. Um, last thing I wanted to mention on Kikuchi is this uh, <clears throat> is the article um, that we posted a few days ago um, from a uh, Japanese uh, newspaper. <clears throat> um, they they claim that the uh, as I wait for it to load, <laughs> they claim that the Mariners are uh, giving Kikuchi is what they've uh, what they've said or the phrase that they've used. Um, so they seem to think that he's really in. Uh, they're really in. <clears throat> um, Kikuchi himself said, "I would like to focus on things I can control." So I can train firmly so that I can keep uh, the so I can see the results, basically. Uh, by the way, this is all translated, so it might not translate exactly. Um, right. 
But then he says, <clears throat> um, or <clears throat> sorry. Uh, then it goes on to say that the Mariners were putting on, uh, putting forward in order to greet the left arm with ACE treatment. So it seems like the Mariners probably want him most. Um, there's talks that uh, this this article says that it's six years <clears throat> uh, with the total amount rising to about seven to eight. Um, so that's kind of the if that's kind of what the Mariners are thinking. I think they have a real shot to to uh, land this guy. Yeah. Um, but again, that's all. That was a week ago um, in a Japanese newspaper. I I don't speak Japanese. I don't read Japanese. Um, so I'm reading the translation here, and there are a few parts of it that are a little hard to follow. Um, but the main article, the main point of the article is basically that they are actively pursuing him, um, and they're treating him like an ace, um, which I assume to mean is that they're going to offer the most money. Um, whether that means Kikuchi signs here or not, I have no idea. Um, yeah, I mean, they had the most money before, (laughs) right? It's still a little bit of, uh, still a little bit of selling yourself to these guys. And, uh, you know, if you can sell Kikuchi on the, on the short, uh, rebuild or whatever, the fast rebuild, then, you know, it makes some sense here. I, I saw somebody last night who say, why would he want to come to the Mariners? We really have to stop assuming that the Mariners aren't an attractive option for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, Seattle's a great city. You play in a great ballpark. Uh, the spring training home is fantastic. There's a lot of reasons to go play for the Mariners and, of course, the money. Yeah. And, again, you know, there, there are some young, uh, interesting... Uh, there are some young, interesting... Uh, talents here so i think you can sell uh certain free agents on coming to seattle uh especially a guy who's young like kikuchi yeah and like i said it doesn't seem like kikuchi has a lot of uh offers from teams set to win this year mm-hmm. or a lot of interest from teams set to win this year i i heard the yankees but if the yankees are getting Syndergaard, then that's not happening or even um uh j-hap they get him back yeah. Um, yeah. There's just not. Doesn't seem like a great fit. I read somebody yesterday said that he really likes San Francisco. Yeah. Um, and that might be his number one choice. But again, if San Francisco is offering forty million dollars and the Mariners are offering sixty, you know, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see how this plays out. Uh, we'll have a solution. We actually know we will have a solution by January second. Uh, I think. Uh, because he has one month after he is posted to pick his team, and he was posted on December 2nd. So at the very latest, we'll have a solution to this uh, by early January. I wouldn't be surprised if we have it in the next couple days, uh, but we'll see where they're at on Kikuchi. Um, yeah, with Boris being at the winter meetings and getting to uh, be uh, face-to-face with um, certain teams, I, I, I think uh, a decision will be made uh, perhaps even tomorrow. Um, so we'll have to keep a uh, close eye on that. So the other uh, big name being uh, floated around by the Mariners, I guess we should briefly mention before we move on um, to uh, Carlos Santana, is that uh, apparently several teams have approached uh, Jerry Depoto about Mitch Haniger. They've even offered made offers on Mitch Haniger, and the feeling is is that the asking price to actually make Jerry move Haniger 
is ridiculously high, so he's probably going to stay in Seattle. Uh, At least that seems to be what it is right now. We'll see going forward. Um, But anyways, yeah, the next big name is uh, Carlos Santana. And it seems like every couple hours, a new team has kind of popped up and said, hey, we're kind of we kind of like Santana. So, uh, you know, so far in the last 24 hours, I've heard the Rockies, the Marlins, Rays, and the Twins. Am I forgetting anybody? Because one of those just... doesn't is not like the others. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, and by the way, the Mets had interest in Santana before he was traded to Seattle, uh, so they might have interest in him again. So, right. So I mean, a lot of uh, man, there there's a lot of buzz around uh, Carlos Santana. So Ty, I mean, what does that kind of tell you? Uh, that maybe they might be able to get something better than we expected. Um, if there's interest, I mean, and, and team, and there are multiple teams that see value in him either. And I, and I don't necessarily mean, um, a better prospect or a better player in return. I, I, you know, perhaps a team would be willing to take on more of his contract than we expect. Um, it's, yeah, I mean, he makes sense for a lot of teams. I don't know why the Marlins are interested, but uh, the Rockies make a lot of sense. The Twins mm-hmm. make a lot of sense. Um, even the Indians make a lot of sense, especially yep. if they're, you know, um, looking to get rid of either Yonder Alonso or uh, Edwin Encarnacion. Um, but also, that's kind of a money thing, so maybe not. But, uh, you know, the Rays do make some sense. One thing that I found out, or the or one thing that I found interesting today when um the tweet uh, with the uh, tweet about the Rays was that they're you know they're interested in Nelson Cruz right and they're interested in um God I'm spacing now oh and Charlie Morton right yeah but in the same tweet they were like they're also interested in Carlos Santana but the fi- uh but the uh, finances of that would be a little bit tough for them okay if you're gonna get Nelson Cruz you're probably paying fifteen million a year. So I don't I don't get how that makes sense at all. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, he makes sense for a lot of teams, um, and I think I think the the Mariners will be able to find a uh, pretty pretty solid deal for for them. I, I I'm I really uh, I would be shocked if uh, Santana plays a single game in a Mariner uniform, or if he even makes it to spring training. I I think Santana will be. Uh, elsewhere and then probably in a week if maybe by tonight yep uh, things come together awfully quick at the winter meetings um i will say that the uh kind of the understanding i've been working under um in regards to carlos santana is that the mariners are probably going to have to take a contract um which is a way of them eating money essentially uh-huh. Uh, with the Indians, you mentioned uh, Yonder Alonso. That's a good one. I, I mean, Edwin Encarnacion would be a lot of fun, but Alonso just makes more sense as a salary dump there. With Minnesota, you have a guy like Addison Reed, reliever who was bad last year, making a little bit of money. That might be a way. Um, and uh, like I said, this is kind of where the whole uh, 
the whole uh, Tampa Bay thing kind of comes up because the Rays don't really have like anybody under a significant contract. Yeah, Kevin Kiermaier is the only one that I can really think of. <clears throat> right, and they've traded Malik Smith instead of Kevin Kiermaier, so they pretty plainly, at least to me, seems like they're just going to keep him uh, for the at least for the foreseeable future. Um, kind of a tough one to figure. You that would be the Mariners having to actually send a lot of cash, I think, um, to the to them. So I don't know if that's really a great fit. It would be awesome because they have a great farm system, um, and if you can pluck a couple of if you can pluck one decent prospect for Santana, I mean that would be really cool. Um, and for a team like the Rockies, um, they have a couple relievers, Jake McGee and Brian Shaw. Um, who were both god awful last year, um, and also like Ian Desmond. Um, I know a lot <laughs> of people cringe. Yeah, I know a lot of people cringe at that name. I don't know, man. I'm still somewhat intrigued by Ian Desmond, and I know that's a me problem, but uh, ultimately that probably doesn't make a lot of sense. But we'll see. Um, and when you talk about the Marlins, I think the the salary dump there is probably Martin Prado would be the guy that the Mariners would have to take along with a prospect uh-huh. because Prado's making 15 million this year. Um, and he's not, I mean, he's not good. So, um, or at least he hasn't been the last two years. So yeah, you're probably looking at taking back a, uh, a contract that's going to be smaller than Santana, but still pretty significant. And then I think you're looking at a prospect, um, who is, uh, the prospect's probably not going to be a household name, uh, even among prospect people. Yeah, it'll be a 40 be... to 45 future value kind of guy. Yeah, right. Um, you know, but those guys do have some value. Um, and, you know, who's a 45 future value guy on the Marlins? Bryson Brigman. So, <laughs> so oh, uh, Prado and Brigman. Uh, anyways. Uh, so yeah, that that's really the only buzz we've heard about the Mariners. Um, they're sh- they're shopping Mike Leak. We knew that already, though. But yeah, it's you know everybody was making oh how many trades will Jerry make this week? I was always kind of like I don't know if he'll make any. Um, I guess the one other thing that we should briefly mention is that Depoto said last night um, that they really like this Rule Five. Uh, Rule five draft class, mm-hmm. uh, particularly some of the pitchers. So it seems like that's something that the Mariners would like to participate in. Um, but they picked 19th. So a lot of their guys might be gone, but also remember that the rule five draft, a lot of teams trade, they basically trade draft picks. Um, so you see it all the time. Somebody will take so-and-so with the third pick of the rule five and then immediately trade them to another team for a guy who's, you know, in low a ball and three years away from rule five eligibility. Um, so that might be where the Mariners can add some talent. Um, he uh, singled out the pitchers in this, uh, in the rule five. He really likes a few of those guys, um, which, you know, if you're going to fill out a bullpen, uh, makes a lot of sense. So, so would adding Adam Warren or so would adding, uh, Art Warren to the 40 man roster, but whatever. So, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I, I think that pretty much covers everything that Jerry said. Last so when night. is the Rule 5 draft? Thursday, Thursday morning. Okay. Last day of the, last day of the, uh, 
meetings. the winter meetings. So yeah. Okay. Sure. So that'll be interesting. You know, go get Drew Jackson. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I I think that covers everything that Depoto said last night. Am I forgetting anything, Ty? Well, he uh, he also said that they're looking to add a right-handed outfield right. bat. Right. Um, and they're also looking to add a veteran shortstop in case J.P. Crawford doesn't make the team right out of spring training, which means that they're going to mal- manipulate his service time. Right. Um, which is lame, but also, I mean, unfortunately smart. Uh so, um, but as course, you've as you've said in the past, it does make a bit more sense for Crawford because he could use the time in Tacoma. Right. I mean, he still had some defensive issues at the end of last year as well, um, and you know, there's just no need to really rush this guy. Um, you know, I saw I had to block somebody on Twitter last night because, you know, he said. Oh, the Mariners really love J.P. Crawford enough to give up Segura, but now he's not even going to start the year with the team. That is so stupid and so irrelevant. <laughs> I mean, it really is. J.P. Crawford is still in, like, every in every way but the statistical way. J.P. Crawford is a prospect. The only reason Crawford's not a prospect is because he's got ninety more at bats in the big leagues than you need to qualify. So that's stupid. Um, I think that that leads us uh, pretty well into our uh, into our next topic, though. Yep.